Welcome to Quill Sword Blogcast. If you like things the way they are, don't vote. November 8, 2022. Midterm elections. Mark your calendar. If you're happy with the system and the administration, stay home. Do nothing. Watch reality TV instead of being involved in reality. Now, if you like the administration, but think it could be better, vote. If you're in the majority that are displeased with the current administration, vote. Not voting is dumb. The admin is going to take low turnout as approval. This is true in 2022 and will be true in 2024, 2026, 2028, 2030, ad infinitum, or at least until the U.S. ceases to be a country. It doesn't matter if it's your favorite party or the other one. The admin is going to take no news as good news and keep right on doing whatever they were doing. Voting is the one poll that really tells government what people want. It's also the only poll that samples at least one-sixth of the total population and usually over one-third of registered voters. Which sample do you think is more likely to be representative of 330 million people? A sample of 1,012 or of 60 million? That's right, 60 million. Pew and Gallup can only dream of sample sizes that big. That's also assuming average to low turnout. The numbers are often much, much larger, but only in elections. Those of you who think of yourselves as independent, as well as those of us who identify with a party, get a chance to select the candidate whose positions that best fit our desire for our country. Being honest, a lot of party identifiers just vote straight party because the party platform, hopefully, agrees with their positions, and we assume the candidate for that party will as well. It's a cheat, but more often than not, effective. But, if you want to maximize your impact, you have to be willing to do the work. Find out the candidate's actual positions, and be prepared to vote for the other guy if your party's guy doesn't hold positions with which you agree. If you're thinking, that's a lot of work, you now know, or at least have a very good understanding, of why we have political parties. So... What about when the party doesn't represent your positions anymore? That's usually painful. We treat political parties like football teams and want to root for them no matter how badly they stink. We think of ourselves as Democrat or Republican. It hurts when we don't fit in the group anymore. But is hiring a new coach after every game really the best way to get a winning team? Or do we need to hire a staff that we can trust and let them have time and resources to do the job we've entrusted to them? Then, if they fail, fire them. Oh, but that's mean. No, it isn't. Truth only hurts because we lie to ourselves. The more lies we build up, the more it hurts when we learn the truth. It's better for our hypothetical coach and his staff to find out sooner rather than later that they really aren't good enough. Yet, once we know we've messed up, we can either come to the realization that we're better off coaching baseball or playing golf than coaching football, and go do what we're meant to do. 
where we can sit down, figure out where we went wrong, how to do it better, find a new job, and go win the state championship. Failure can be a kick in the pants or an open door. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. Same thing for political parties. I've been talking about the upcoming collapse of the Democratic Party. I take no joy in the prospect of people having their feelings deeply hurt. And that will happen. But the Democrats, as an organization, have lost all sense of proportion, decency, and common sense. They will not stop until voters make them stop. Voters have a choice to make. Let the Democratic Party continue down the road of destruction that it has taken and let it pull the country down with it or vote against them so that they lose power. The party is in such fragile shape that it likely won't survive the midterms when, if, they lose. But letting them continue as they are does them no favors. It just pulls them down the, pulls the, down the rest of the country with them. So, about voting. The guys that don't show up, oh, they voted all right for the status quo. Like I said, an admin will always take non-turnout as a sign of consent. The sooner we get this over with, the sooner the people that form the Democrat Party can recover and decide what to do to move forward. Join the Republicans, become independent, create a new party, learn to play golf. The golfing party could be interesting. Not sure anyone would be willing to watch the debates, though. Maybe the paint-drying party. I jest only in part. The new party needs to be boring in order to get back in line with the center. The U.S. is still very, very much a centrist nation. Trying to be, di trying to be different is what pushed the Democrats over the cliff. The replacement doesn't need to be different. It needs to be better. The American people will handle the being different thing. Different is not what we need in a political party. And I don't think this doesn't apply to the Republicans. They're also on borrowed time. The age of do nothing so you have something to run on is long dead. Welcome to the do it right age. First though, we voters have to do it right. By showing up and voting. Let's see what happens when we do.